0: Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast their your host, Superfly. Got my boy, Danny. Day bar is open. What's good? Chilling. Um, I mean, the weather, I don't know. If, I mean, you obviously don't know. But the weather in California has been fucking so on point this weekend. And I think it goes well with the, the theme of this episode, which we'll get into in a bit. But the sun has just been perfect. Shining. Yeah, shining.
1: Oh God is all upon South
0: Carolina. Enough. It feels like Jesus has been riding on the hood of my car for the past, like, 72 hours.
1: Damn, but what about
0: those fires? Like, they oh. ain't back anywhere near you? Um. So, So the fi- so yeah, I mean, if you haven't noticed, uh, whoever's listening, um, California's been dealing with a shit ton of fires. And the evacuation zone was literally, like, three blocks north of my place. Okay. Um, and the only reason why I found out is because on Monday morning, my friend's like, Yo, uh, are you working from home because of the fires? I'm like, I uh, no. It's so oh your- the-
1: in the evacuation zone?
0: Uh, it's right below it. So okay. he, he was paranoid that the shit was going to move south. And I was like, I mean, fuck it. I'm not going to work. Now I have a, a real reason to, to call in sick. So I worked from home that day. Um, and then there was news that uh, it was going to get worse because of high winds coming from Some other area of California. Uh so it's like fuck that. I'm definitely staying home tonight. They're like it's gonna be the best I mean the best, the worst uh fire like in the past twenty years or some shit.
1: That's fucking awful, bro. Uh, Like what like my only hesitation of like ever like packing up and moving my shit up out there is just like, damn, like you should be at home chilling and like, all right, your your house is fucking gone. Like
0: Yeah. It's a gift that a curse because like the weather's perfect, but then we have all kinds of disasters like earthquakes, fires, um, mudslides and shit. So, I mean, I think, you
1: know when your fucking state is that fucking massive, though, right? Like, yeah. Things bound to fucking happen.
0: Yeah. And it's dry as hell. So.
1: All right, man. We'll praise out to yeah. everyone in uh in California who had to evacuate, was affected by this shit. But luckily, you got to work from home, so it works out okay. nicely.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, how was your Halloween
0: bro? What'd you, uh, dress up as? Uh, so, my costume was very last minute. I was kind of a member from NWA. I just had, like, all black, my shoes were white, I had a fucking, uh, Raiders cap and a gold chain. The same one I wore to Coachella. Okay. So I was like, fuck it, I want to be comfortable, I'm not trying to spend, like, $300 on something I'm gonna wear for an hour. Um, so, alright. <laughs> but it was dope. But now you,
1: like, you went to a club, right?
0: Yeah, we went to this spot called Echoplex. Um my boy who was randomly visiting told me about it. It was like a, it was promoted as an R&B party, but the, the odd thing is they weren't really playing R&B. It was just like it was like top 40 like but like remixes. It was tasteful, which right. I appreciated. Um it wasn't crowded, which was also another fear of mine. Um but yeah, the, the night went completely smoothly. Um so I'm definitely, I'm going to have to check out that venue. I think the promoters are called like 143 or something, or that the event name. Yeah. Nice. What'd you get into? Uh, uh, I didn't go out. So, my company
1: goes crazy for Halloween. Like, legit, like, sh- like we're open, but we're not doing any work. Like, all the different uh, divisions do like little skits. Um, so, we didn't do any skits, but my team that I work on, we did an 80s and 90s TV show thing. So, like, everyone picked different characters. So, I was
2: a Fresh Prince. So, nice. I was oh, yeah. And a full Bel Air Prep Academy basketball outfit. Which is nice
1: so that was that was cool and it, i mean that was fun it also wasn't expensive i only dropped like 50 bucks on amazon so yeah that was a, a nice combo and the material was fucking amazing so like i'll probably rock it again like at a festival and be like yo
0: where'd you buy that right. This that's is the cool. key <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much it i've been just laying low oh but speaking of beautiful things by jesus uh we're gonna get to the topic in a second but it's sunday
0: November 3rd, and you know what officially dropped today? Sunday, November 3rd. I do not, nothing rings a bell.
1: Popeyes chicken sandwiches are back, baby. Wait, for real?
0: Is this a limited time thing again? No, no,
1: no, no bro. It's, it's back for good, they said. Uh, apparently, they hired like an extra like, 20,000 people nationwide to just deal with the, uh, the, the fucking lines. Like, well, we drove by uh, like a Popeyes on my way
0: to church today. Line. A mile long, bro. Like, the hype is back. It's ridiculous. I'll, I'll wait, eat, like, a good year before I go tonight and
1: uh, get Popeye. So I'll take a picture and put it for the, uh, we'll put it right here, like, me eating it. So. Damn.
0: That's <laughs> blasphemous. Uh, Chick fil A is probably shaking their heads right now at church.
1: Bro, they literally, like, I mean, Popeye is like the ultimate troll, but, like, it was like they post something like Chick fil A closed on Sunday, open Sunday. And, like, it was them bringing back, like, the Nice. Chickens.
0: Well, that's whoever's on the marketing team deserves a raise because that was, that was a good idea.
1: Bro, whoever's on the marketing team better have profit shares and fucking retire,
0: bro, because you, right. that company value has never been higher in the past, like, two and a half months than it's been entire exactly. Bro, because <laughs> I never had the urge to go to Popeyes. It's like
1: Never, and not I'm, once. Like, and I love fucking fried chicken, right? But I'll go to my, my fucking grocery store before I go to Popeye's. And, I mean, Popeye's. And now I'm like, I need Popeye's in my life. Bro. Like, I need to fucking just try this. Right. Like, so yeah, I would go tonight um, and fucking wait in line for like two hours if I can try a probably average chicken sandwich, but nice, it is what it is, but let's get into the topic. I don't know if you guys can see this, but my shirt says God is dope. I figured out would be fitting. appropriate um, to the topic hey, at hand. You want to tell people what we're going to uh, discuss today?
0: Yeah, so this episode is called uh, Jesus is King, unless you've been living under a rock. Uh, that's obviously the title of Kanye's latest album. Um, of course, a lot of buzz around it. Anything this man does is buzz around it. But anyway. uh, we just wanted to chat about this crossover between rap and religion um, and see where this topic takes us.
1: Let's do it, bro. So, I mean, let's start with the fact that it's his ninth album, which is fucking kudos to him for being around to fucking put out nine things that people actually want to listen to, right? Because I think Tyga right. has, like, 14 albums, but I can't Like,
0: two of them, maybe. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so just start off on the album itself and then we'll get to like what the music and the message and all that means but like as far as just the album itself did you going from track one to track i think it's like 11. did you enjoy listening to it like did you enjoy that like music going into your ears like yo i can fucking bop my head and i actually enjoy this
0: yeah so I, I personally listened to it passively at work uh on the friday it was a friday that he released it right
1: yeah it was meant
0: to drop at midnight but they dropped it dropped at 4 p.m. Right. So I it was 4 p.m. your time. I think it was like lunch, about lunchtime when I started okay. listening to it. And um I actually enjoyed it. I was like, "Oh, this this is pretty dope." And um I think for me, like Kanye's always kind of had this religious tone with his music anyways, so for right. me it didn't it didn't sound like some weird experimental shit that like was unbearable to listen to. It sounded just like his regular music, but with the more, um, I guess, uh, overt, religious combo right, and minus. And
1: obviously no cursing. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that was like probably the only thing that stood out was he didn't cuss or say anything grimy. Um, but I think overall I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd necessarily have it on my replay list. I definitely wouldn't consider his best work, but I don't think it was as bad as everyone thinks it is.
1: Okay. So yeah, I, I. It dropped, like, around, like, at 4 o'clock for me at work <clears throat> that Friday, so I can't listen to it at work, because I try to have music in the background at my desk. It's like, bro, like, there's just too much shit going on. Like, unless I have headphones on, like, I'm not listening to this shit properly. So I worked yeah. out Friday night and just listened to it from, you know, first one to last one, first track to last track, and I thought it was really good. Like, my first list listen through it was, like, this is a very good album. Um, and the message I thought was dope. But just again, we're not going to jump into that just yet, but just the actual quality of the music, the production... Dude, I thought it was fucking sick and he got fucking the clips um, on the same track with him and Kenny G. I mean, mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny G, like, a popular trending topic that Friday. But I thought production was great. Um, same as you, man, I don't think this was, like, anything
2: too insane, right? Because, like, th- like his first major hit was Jesus Walks. Like, right. this guy has been hinting that this is, like, a
1: very important thing to him for a while. I know he's born again, so now it's at the forefront, but... There's so many songs that he's been talking about that has this, like, very much a part of it. And we were one of the few public people, like, people not in the public eye to actually go witness Sunday service, right? Because, like, that was the first time, besides his friends, someone got to see that. And we saw Sunday service at Coachella, like, bro, like, it was just him really just experimenting with his own music and making it more, you know, Christian-based. It wasn't him, like, trying all these crazy things out. it really just feels like continuation of who he is. And yes, it's more because we all
0: like develop into like different people as we get older. But yeah, this is not really like
1: that much of a stretch. If you really just listen to the things he's been putting out for the past nine hours. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not like he's rapping about like Jesus in the manger and like getting super biblical. I think it's him, I guess, asking for forgiveness and, Preaching his love for God, but like in a, a hip hop way, in the same way he's pretty much always been doing it. Right. So I don't know where the the criticisms coming from. I guess people feel like he's crazy and hypocr- uh a hypocrite. But I mean, uh, I mean we yeah, we all are. Nobody's perfect. And he, he, if he's making Jesus or Christianity and believing in God cool, like what's what's really the issue? I don't like. We can listen to somebody literally rapping about fucking shooting somebody in their their dome and be like, oh, cool, like this is just an average Monday afternoon. As soon as he raps about God, it's like this motherfucker, like how dare he uses use God's name in vain and shit like that. And it's like, well, what do you want?
1: What do you want, man? Like, yeah, like, like, I feel like that goes back to some episodes we put before. Like, we're all the same, is that we all just judge other people for like the dumbest shit. Like, mm-hmm. what are we mad about here, right? Like, either which we're going to get to in a second. You're like, critique the music. Say, lyrically, it's awful. Production, it's terrible. But just the idea, like, even if you never listen to a lyric of this fucking album, just the idea of, like, a guy's trying to, like, put out what he's going through in a religious way to get more people to believe in a religion, like, bro, how is that a bad thing?
2: You know what I mean?
1: How is that a bad thing? So, like, there's a church, a couple of churches I go to um, in Fort Lauderdale. And one church legit put a fucking show bro like it's an hour service and the first 40 minutes is just like there's people flying in the air and it's like intense worship like it's crazy bro. like it's insane and i don't care for like i honestly go to church for like the pastor to speak because i kind of like take that as like a 30 minute ted talk just for me right that's yeah. how i take in like the church uh church service but but dude, i understood like why a lot of churches nowadays do all that show is because they're trying to be a bridge to bring people into the church, right? Yeah. So you think, hey, like, you guys, like, all this quick stuff and this and that, so we'll do that, and hopefully that brings you in. So, like, I feel like Hani is doing the same exact thing. He's like, I know you guys like me. I know you like hip-hop. Why would I do that to bring you to God, right? That's... Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a no-brainer. Like, again, I feel like you have to be open-minded enough to see that people can uh, live a certain way but still also believe in god i feel like maybe right. that's the beef that a lot of
0: people have in turn with this for sure and i think when we went to the sunday service i mean i'll be honest i don't really go to church too often except for major holidays but um the church that i do go to the only reason why i could uh um i guess tolerate it versus other experiences is it did feel like a ted talk uh a good ted talk and his sunday service made me really amped and i'm not even like that religious of a person at all but like having been to it i'm like i could do this every sunday like nice. it just made you f- feel energized and it was like the energy around around you it just felt positive um it, it, i mean of course helped that it was like the most beautiful day like i've ever seen, seen uh, weather-wise <laughs> it was like, like the weather most- was on point like exactly 73 degrees or whatever it was um, But yeah i think people just need to take a step back and like calm down over the whole like you know kanye shouldn't be doing this or like he you know he's doing it for the money or whatever like he's he's good he doesn't have to do this for the money right i mean he can be doing it for the money like we don't know that right and it's like it's
1: also like if you want to get to the controversy of the church itself there's probably a lot of people who run churches who are just doing it for the money right so i don't know but like my whole thing like being a christian i don't know right so like when I give like money, which they call tithe in the Bible, right? You give 10% or whatever of your salary to the church. Like, I hope that's going towards something good. It may be also be going to my pastor buying a pair of Yeezy's. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this money is. But I feel like you just, it's like faith bro. you have to have faith that it's, it's for a good thing. So everything thus far that Kanye is telling us just seems like a guy who believes in his faith. Why wouldn't we want to, you know, help that, that person keep believing if that's, Entirely what's important.
0: I mean if he proves this wrong and this is all a fucking scam. Uh Okay. I mean, I know he's profiting off of of it off of it for sure. I just don't know if like if this thing I don't know what I guess what his end goal is. Like is he gonna build a literally a mega like a Scientology type of thing, like Yeziology, and start fucking charging like ten thousand dollars a monthly Membership fee or something. (laughs) If it gets to that point, then I'll be like, "Fuck this dude." But like for now, I'm just like, "Okay, this is just good music." It's just um, good music, man. Yeah,
1: literally good music. Shout out to good music. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I agree with that. So I mean, so yeah, I guess it's just the hypocrisy of a lot of people just not being able to understand it. I guess like you were just talking about with Little Pump on Estelle. She's such a fucking hoe. And then now it's like literally a year later, it's this. And they're like, yo, well, what the fuck? What are you doing? Be the same person, right? So right. that's probably what it is, man. It's more like society gets used to all of us a, a certain way. And then any kind of evolution of that, it's like you changed, you sold out. Who the fuck are you? You're doing it for the money. It's like, bro, I'm not the same person I was a year ago, let alone five. Yeah. You're holding on to a guy who was one way when he came to the public eye like in what 2003 or some shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: you think he's gonna be the same person 17 years later like
0: yeah
1: yeah that's a fucking stretch bro like yeah so i feel like a lot has to do with that like society gets so especially like people in the public eye they get so used to them like one fucking way and the fact that he's deviating from it
2: constantly
1: yeah. for them making money off it it's like yo what the fuck like, who the fuck do you think you
0: are like why why is it okay for you to do this it's like right what? i don't know I, I think at the end of the day there's there's a, what did i call it or what should you call it like selfish selflessness like even the instagrammers who are fucking walking around and like paying homeless people and getting like 50 million views and stuff like right, right. yeah yeah they're doing it for the gram but at the same time you're not out there doing it so like right I understand how it can be annoying to, to watch, but at the same time, they're still doing a good deed. It's just slightly selfish because, you know, they need to eat, too, I guess. so. Bro, hey. that's a great way to put that. That's a phenomenal um,
1: analogy, bro. Because it's true, like, yeah, people get mad when people take pictures with a homeless person, like, giving them a meal. Yeah. All
2: right, well, that homeless person just ate food that no one else was giving them if it wasn't for this situation. Right? You rather him fucking, like, starve to death so this guy stays true to himself? Like... Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, I get it, man. Like, it's, yeah, I think it's
1: just, like, people just, like, don't, like, change. And this is, like, a drastic change, right? Like, the fucking right. king of hip-hop culture for the most part, right? Because fucking everyone's wearing ZZs, Kanye's been around for forever. And it's, like, for him to be like, nah, I'm done with that. I'm going to do this now. People are quiet on both sides of it, like.
2: Yeah.
1: Both sides of the spectrum. Like, yo, what the hell is going on?
0: Um, Even with the, uh, the fucking California fires, this reminds me, um... People got mad because LeBron basically paid for um, a taco truck. Yeah, a taco truck, and people were like, "That's it. Like this motherfucker couldn't have gotten like I don't know lobster or something for yeah. them." And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're probably not even willing to donate five dollars uh, to the first responders or whatever." Max, so, bro, but
1: it's LeBron. Uh, he was a billionaire, so why is he doing more? It's
0: like, hello.
1: bro, he's a billionaire because he just fucking throw his money away.
0: next <laughs> <Yes. Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> Been ah, on the okay, next two just,
1: before we go into like other stuff about the album, but as far as the uh the content, were there a couple of songs you were like,
2: ah?
0: Eh. Uh, honestly, I think there was only a couple songs I liked, uh, okay. or would replay, uh, over and over. Not because the other ones had like a message I didn't like, it's just like the production and lyrics, like, were kind of like weird for me. Like, the first the intro track is dope, but it's like straight up a choir, it's like, a choir. For two minutes. So i'm not about to put that on my playlist but yeah, don't
1: get good for me when i go back around
0: yeah um but the ones i love the most were the the tie dollar sign one everything we need
1: i'm shocked by this
0: the what i'm shocked. Oh, you're shocked where
1: is <laughs> the biggest fucking dollar sign world. i
0: know i don't realize it until i like listen to someone's album and i look at the, the track list and i'll just skip straight to the one with tie on it <laughs> but like i think we talked about earlier he's for some reason crushes his features well, but I his should... own projects. I think he's like so worn out. He's like I'm just going to put all my throwaway shit on this album. Yeah.
1: And yeah. But, okay So what else about you besides uh,
0: on God and um I really like the production on that one. And then Hands Hands On I think is Hands On is a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's where he talks about like how Christians are the first one to judge him. Yeah. Uh, so that resonated with me. But well, other than the rest of it, I was just like, it's cool. I, I think it would be cooler in person.
1: Oh, I go. do. It, when this shit goes on tour, bro, we're watching this shit together, bro. Cause there's no way that this is going to be fucking phenomenal. Like, I, I feel like this album was actually kind of made for that, like, another service tour kind of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what I think you? for
1: me, uh, Follow God is one of my favorite tracks. On God was fucking great because he gets, he has a couple comparisons, like Chief Keef the shit like uh-huh. Like, it was just it was dope and i love that song i think it's called use this gospel the one with clips and kenny g like oh, yes. i having malice on a track for the first time in like forever because he said he's only gonna do a song that has to do with me. like that was fucking yeah dope. so yeah dude, like, that's that's the cool thing about like again you can have a religious person still have someone who's his best friend like pusha t on a track and obviously pusha t can like not talk about doing drugs or selling drugs, right? And it still makes sense, right? I feel like, yeah. I feel like this shit still works. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are mad about it, it's like, bro, but have you heard like this shit? Like, he's not saying anything crazy. And like, religious people are allowed to have non religious friends. Like, he can still have pushes here to track and it yep. just fucking gels nicely together. Like,
0: I mean, not I to get know. super biblical, but didn't Jesus allegedly uh, hang out with prostitutes? Yeah. And, and, and like thieves and shit? So, yeah. But, I like, mean, yeah, I mean, the people who need saving are the people who are the most fucked up. So like, right. it's like yeah it's, it's the perfect people who like don't go to church and shit.
1: So it's like, um, yeah, dude. I thought it was a really good album. I, I thought it was really good. Production wise, I thought it was flawless. Uh content-wise, I thought the message in a lot of the songs were I get the idea, right? So it's like go back to we've mentioned a couple times the whole TED Talk theme. Mm. There's certain TED Talk people who, like the message is great, but maybe they don't deliver it in the right way and it kind of gets lost. Yeah. Lyrically, I don't think he brought his best lyrics
2: for this album, right? What? Maybe because like, so he has like writers for him, right? Obviously most of it is Kanye being clever. Yeah. But
1: like, there's also writers for it. Maybe he needs to have enough writers who can talk about that kind of life. So it just didn't come across like a normal Kanye album from that aspect. because. I feel like the
2: wittiness wasn't really there that much. Um, yeah. I just thought some songs literally weren't
0: that good. I agree with that for sure. And even the production fell short on a lot of songs. It wasn't like, straight garbage. It just wasn't what you would expect from someone like Kanye. Yeah. Well,
1: so yeah, I, would, okay, I think it's a very good album though. Like again, On God, like I was listening to that on a run the other day and I was like, bro, the repeat, repeat, mm-hmm. repeat, repeat, repeat. Like that, that song gets you hyped, man. And I think That's it, sure. He has a couple very clever lines, like, that's just naturally who he is, right? I think on, 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 on God, like, the opening verse is like, uh, why do you have so much favor? And he's like, I, I said, I committed to God being my one and only savior. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was shook, bro. I was like, yo, repeat, repeat that shit. (laughs) So like, yo, like, it's still Kanye. But yeah, I think lyrically, again, I don't know if his album was rushed, but it just felt like it was all right, let me just get like a song in real quick and then make sure the production's right and was put it out.
0: Did we did we not hear one of these the I could have sworn we heard the Ty Sign song at either the Sunday service or the regular Coachella performance? It now, sounds oddly wrote, familiar honestly,
1: to me. I can't remember, dude. I cannot remember because remember, if we go back to Sunday service, but that was like a two and a half hour experience, so there was a lot going on.
0: Okay, I'm pretty sure we heard it then, because that shit's, okay. I felt like I heard it before, and I knew. I know the, the only song, song I
1: heard before the album dropped was that song that got leaked, "Water." Uh huh. I've heard that one before.
0: Oh yes, I have heard that one.
1: Yeah, that song was alright. That one isn't like a top three song for me. No, I don't remember about the Ty Dolla Song. I because again, if we, even if we did hear it at Sunday Service, it didn't have the actual like shit behind it, right? It was a yeah. very different version of the song, so
0: right through that
1: all right so what about stuff you're seeing online and how like the uh people like in the culture accepting or not accepting the outlet what's stood out
0: to you the most um i think just people flat out writing it off and just calling it trash saying the production's whack the lyrics are whack and obviously i i do tend to have get a little bit influenced at least by the general consensus like yo, know, maybe oh, i'm sure. tripping it but I listened to it again just to make sure, like I wasn't just having a good day or some shit. And right. uh, I still enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's clearly not his best work, but it's not. I guess it, it may have been the hype that that uh, fucked it up for him. Because people have been waiting for this for how long, or been talking about it for how well, long?
1: Waiting for Yandi for a year, uh-huh. and that never came about, and then this came about. So they've been yeah. taking this as the album they've been waiting for, like almost like a year and a half. Uh
0: huh. And also, I mean, I think we just knowing how Sunday service went, we were kind of influenced by that and know that in person, this would have been an experience. So for me, it was like an artistic experience. And I think other people, um, uh, I guess, perceived it as like, just, you know, uh, follow up to his other work. Um, and I just kind of ignored the general consensus, consensus, because I think, People are also blinded by the fact they just hate him and, like, all his shit with Trump and all that.
1: Yeah, that's a
0: good so point. Yeah.
1: That's a good point. I, I think I think the, the MAGA hat has a lot to do with people not liking this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Like, because they can't really remove religion and the message he has as a person. Kind of, we mentioned in our last episode about, like, like Nike sponsoring certain, like, hip-hop artists. And it was like, all right, which message are you supporting right now? As yeah. like a lot of people like especially in the culture who see him whenever he talks about trump as like bro like you're fucking sleeping with the devil like what are you doing and mm-hmm. then it's going around and say no, no no i'm actually with god like take this message in. like and that's where a lot of people are just like bro like we're not done with you
2: but we're definitely not going to consume that from you right like, yeah you can't be telling me one thing and then you're telling me also this like that's where i kind of see it um mm-hmm but i saw i
1: think i forwarded you this morning like someone I, I don't think it was a rolling stone but like someone major at some major like media company was like this is the second worst thing to happen to jesus since the crucifixion." i was like
0: whoa wow that's some click super click baby The epitome yeah,
1: i was like what,
0: what, what? i would have clicked it too i was like bro that's
1: that's
0: harsh yeah, yeah. that's really harsh bro
1: any, again back to our point maybe this is bringing more people to jesus so isn't that like what jesus died for like
0: that's what i don't understand it's it's all i think everyone's just a big-ass hypocrite at the end like no one's happy with anything
1: yeah bro that was that was but yeah I, besides that for a lot of people just say they don't like the out because for content reasons and i was like yeah that's fine man, but yeah. i think dude again so I, 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 I agree with you i will into the listening of that album with multiple biases so one i was already sold on this shit since fucking april at sunday service exactly So i was like bro i need more of this in my life what how and when can i consume this
2: shit so album drop i was like finally because first of all the tease for this album dropping was ridiculous like yeah it's coming out it's not coming out all right next week all right (laughs) not right now in like five
1: hours Right. Fix the fucking track. I'm like, how are you fixing this shit tonight? Uh, oh no.
0: <laughs> Straight so, up. Like, it
1: might just be to build more fucking hype with this like the same way fucking Popeye's chicken drops at fucking hey. Yeah. I mean just to get people to fucking go crazy over this shit. Yeah.
2: Um
1: so I was solo ready because of Sunday service. Secondly, as a Christian who's been like born again for the past like year and a half. Like, I'm already trying to seek a closer message to God on a weekly, daily basis. So this just kind of goes more hand in hand, who I am personally, right? Like, again, like, if I was going through some fucking emo moment, I'd fucking listen to some emo music, right? It's kind of the same exact thing. So if you're, as a Christian, you're constantly consuming some kind of worship songs, this is, and you really love hip-hop, like, this shit is a no-brainer. Like, this is like, bro, I'm gonna, these lyrics could be horrendous, but at least someone can kind of understand what i'm going through and you rap i promise right. <laughs> Let's talk
2: about
1: this bro. um but what's the funny thing is though so before kanye dropped this album what
0: other rap gospel albums were you out there looking for none <laughs> Just saying. and that's why i'm like this is like if you're a christian you don't necessarily have to like kanye but you should be jumping up and down for the fact that people who who probably are committing the most sins are even willing to l- listen to this or see it in person potentially become converted into a christian or just become more spiritual in general like there's literally not a single rapper i could think of who maybe no malice was probably probably the only one i was like i'd listen to his shit but right beyond that i'm not what's the uh curtis is, the dude that looks like plies i forget his name but he's oh, like one of the right. biggest yeah uh him uh I don't. I don't check for his music.
1: Bro, his songs come on. I'm, I'm like,
0: next, back. Yep. I mean, big up to him, but I mean, he's profiting like a motherfucker off of.
1: He's huge, bro. Millionaire. Um, yo, but how do you think current Christian rappers are about Kanye dropping this album? Are they happy? Because now it's gonna make more people maybe go to that genre and look for music, or are they pissed like fuck. People are gonna expect that from us, and we're not that
2: good.
0: I don't see, I feel like their genre is so far removed from rap that like this kind of has no influence. Cause I'm not gonna, even if I love this album more I'm still not gonna check for like, oh, Christian oh now let me, yeah, I'm not gonna check for that. Even my Spotify algorithms like fuck that. Cause I put on, <laughs> I put on, <laughs> I put on uh, one of the songs from the album. This shit went straight to Big Sean and um, uh, what's his name? Fuck the dude from uh, the ASAP mob. ASAP uh, Ferg? Oh, ASAP Ferg. Yeah, went to the big Sean ASAP Ferg Berserk song, like, drop it low, touch your feet. <laughs> so it was miles away from what you would expect for the algorithm to choose. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm never listening to, to Christian rap.
1: Well, I think the algorithm didn't even know what to expect when Jesus King drop. So maybe yeah. they might tweak it, and you might get a random, like, Hillsong Worship album just popping <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I know. I was. I made that joke with my boy Sam. When we were talking about it because, again, I've <laughs> I've listened to worship music all my way to church. So random songs do pop up for me that are rap, and I'm, my first thing, okay, as a Christian, I'm like, absolutely not. I literally said, like, yo, like rap Christian rap is corny as fuck, bro. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to listen that shit, and I still don't want to listen to that shit if it's not Kanye. Like I just I still yeah. feel that way, bro. Right. Like, for me, I'm like, bro, this is like. Because yo, know, I'm not gonna get the level of production I'm I'm consuming from Kanye's album on some random
2: rap Christian album, bro. Like I just know. So like my mind is not like, even
0: close. Shit's gonna be like tambourines.
2: Yeah.
1: So I'm like, bro. Like, kudos for Kanye for making this shit. Like, kinda like if you think about it, we'll jump into like his other albums and how this stacks up. But like, so remember like that whole thing when he dropped the 808s and heartbreaks. And uh-huh. like everyone was doing auto tune, right? Everyone was doing auto tune like in that time in hip hop and r yeah. And then he drops that shit. And it's like, bro, this is the best version of auto tune we've ever heard in our fucking lives. Like everyone else needs to stop doing this shit. I feel like yeah. it's the same thing that applies now. Like, all right, people have been rapping like Christianity for a while. Like, I been Christian raps, not stars, but artists for a while now. But bro, this by
0: far tops anything I've ever heard. From
1: that job, right. like since I've been alive,
0: to be perfect. Well, I think it. I think the biggest difference is it's the music still like ties back to him as a person, whereas other Christian rap, it's like literally speaking about, uh, you know, um, I guess biblical. It's like biblical storytelling. You're rapping about Jesus doing this and Cain and Abel and shit. So like nobody wants to hear that, nor are they familiar with it. Whereas Kanye. He can say like, Oh yeah, I used to be popping pills or over here doing wild shit and people it's it feels like less um preachy. Yeah. It's like over gospel beats kinda rapping about his own life, so it's easy to di- easier to digest, at least for me. That's a good that's a that's a great point, man. It's like considering the, it's like that, that that phrase consider the source is yeah. like I take it
1: from Kanye as the source, rap rapper joseph the third who i've never heard of in my life <laughs> i'm like you know I don't, I don't know anything about you right She's not gonna do it for me so that, that that's that's a good point um where would you rank this in kanye's extensive catalog of nine albums where would you put this one
0: shit i had i mean i'd have to see the the full list visually but um just even thinking about it in my head right now i'd probably say shit definitely in the bottom three
2: in the bottom third, okay
0: but i mean this motherfucker is a mu- he is a musical yeah, yeah. genius I, in my opinion so it's like so it's like yeah yeah it's in the bottom three for him but th- those bottom three albums whatever you think they might be is still going to be 90 percent or better than 90 percent of what's out currently
1: i agree with that so yeah it's definitely in my bottom third as well so far let me just see let me just test my kanye expertise so it's it's college dropout. Yeah. It's late re- registration. Yeah. It's graduation.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, and then after yep. graduation, it's 808 and heartbreaks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Then it's watch the throne with with Jay Z. Then it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh huh. Then it's yay, which dropped last year and this uh-huh. one. huh.
0: Right. Uh, life of Pablo. Fuck! All right, no, but I don't And Jesus,
1: yeah. So this
0: is nine. Shit, it might be more.
1: Oh, so I guess the Watch the throw one doesn't count then, because it's a joint album, yeah, then, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it shows up. I just don't know if like he considers it his album.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But okay, I mean, cool. we, for the sake of this yeah. argument, we could still consider it.
1: No, no, no. But I mean, for nine, that that that, that makes sense then. Yeah. So all right. We already cool. said, uh,
0: my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it was that one then? Life of Pablo. Then yay, no. Then Jesus, then yay, no. My bad. I don't
2: love my my dark twisted <laughs> fantasy. Then Jesus, yeah. Life of Pablo,
1: yay, and then this.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I would put
1: in my bottom third this one as well. I would definitely just for not just like prisoner of the moment thing. This album was definitely better than his last album. Like mm-hmm. I think yay oh, is yes. a- the album.
0: Absolutely, I like, agree with he, that. He
1: did a great job of building up the hype that he dropped. Remember, like, good Music dropped three albums. Like, we i was Kids See Ghost, this one, then mm-hmm. Nas's album, like with oh, and uh, Push T's album. Literally, that entire month, they all dropped the album like every other week, like every week, yep. which again, as a stunt and like a hype builder, worked greatly for them. And obviously, Push a T was by far the best album because that oh,
2: like yeah, yeah,
1: Kids Ghost was too. But as far as Kanye. Like, I do. Because obviously, he produced every single beat for everyone's four albums. Yo, he did not give his album enough time, bro. Like, Ye was, I think, personally, a very... That album is not going to age well, bro. Like, that no. was a bad album, bro.
0: I, for- I already forgot it even existed until you brought it up, and I, right. I it.
1: So, like, remember, I think in an episode, to whatever episode we had, I brought up fucking Life of Pablo. If that album has aged very nicely for me, which also, he has, like, a couple of very religious songs on that album as well. Yeah. Uh, um. Like a, like a lot of
0: religious songs, actually. like, you know, Ultra Beam, and there's a couple other songs. But yeah. Is, is Father Stretch My Hands considered religious? 100%. I forget the lyrics, but I know it has a religious vibe.
1: Uh, he has the one with wolves, and he's talking about, like, Mary and Joseph being surrounded by wolves, and, like, yo, like, that's
0: good. Oh, that, but that's the one with the Bleach My Asshole shit on it, right? Or, yeah,
1: no, that's a different song. Um, oh, Father Stretch My hands.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> So, I'm saying he just gives you, like, the full spectrum of,
1: like, what being a Christian is. Like, you love God, but you got to at least sometimes you got to fucking possibly have at least
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But, Jesse, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, it's in my bottom third, Jesus is King. But, I don't, I don't know where exactly to rank it as far as the bottom three, but definitely above yay. Um, thinking back to, bro, I didn't really love late registration that
2: much. Yeah. Because I think he was, like, so... Bro, like, College Dropout was a fucking hit out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think
1: he felt, because remember, dude, back in the day, man, like, those, like, early 2000s going 2010s, like, bro, every rapper dropped an album every single year. Like, you just yeah. had to, right? Or else you were fucking a flop. Yep. I think Late Registration was, like, a, almost like a, not a forced album, because obviously he's been, he's a great producer of music, but I feel like, yo, he just, he was trying to reach the peak of College Dropout, and it's just hard to compete with that and it just felt like very short
0: yeah no absolutely well when college dropout came out i just remember listening to my brother's car and like i feel like every song was a hit i was just like who is this dude and like where did he come from and how is he this good it was insane
1: 100 percent, bro like dude i remember being in india like in high school and like all my indian friends like not even me putting them on all knew who the fuck kanye was had the album bought the cd like yeah, you know, that, that album was fucking phenomenal. So I really think so I would put I would rank, yeah, I would say out of the nine, I would put least, as of now looking at the the catalog, I would put Jesus King like like seven. Mm-hmm. Which again, maybe someone if someone else dropped this album, I'd be mean, their number one. But like you yeah. said, his fucking catalog is so extensive that like even if you could like included the Walks of the Throne or that remember we had a joint album with the rest of good music called the uh, Cruel Summer or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Dude, that's fucking classic, timeless fucking music. Like,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: I understand all the feedback people saying like, hey, this doesn't stack up to his other things. Fair enough, but still a good album. But would be his bottom, you said like bottom, bottom three albums he ever put out. I think.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, fair enough. Uh, where were you when remember that whole beef he had with
0: uh, with Fifty Cent? That fake beef, and he was like okay. drunk. Drop- uh uh,
2: what was it graduation right
0: yep graduation
1: how did you feel about that album and how that album
0: like i remember i was literally on the way to best buy because they had that competition on who would like sell more or whatever
1: yeah which album i
0: I sided with kanye so i bought graduation and it was right before uh going to college and it was like the, the only thing i was playing um like my first few months in college and i thought it was I thought it was amazing. It definitely it wasn't a college dropout album, but like it had some hits on it. Uh, I think "Flashing Lights" was like maybe the biggest or one of the biggest ones on there. Well, the biggest I th-
1: was the one where he stole—not stole, but stole, he <laughs> sampled the Daft Punk beat for.
0: Uh, oh, it was "Stronger" or whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah, that was.
0: Yeah, that. Was, uh, yeah, that shit was huge. They played it so much, I, I actually don't like it that much anymore. But "Flashing Lights" and. I think there's a, a other handful of stuff. The Barry Bond song with Lil Wayne was pretty good. Um, I think overall it was it was a really diverse album, like musically. Yeah, I so know, it's not so one track I was
1: siding with 50 Cent because I was like the biggest G Unit fan of like all fucking time. I was like, "Oh, 50's gonna fucking kill this dude. This is the fucking he yeah, got this. I went to best buy <laughs> ball, like two albums. I was like, Bro, I'm gonna help my dude win this shit." Which, mine were we're all just fucking putting more money in both their pockets. They're probably right. like fucking best friends. And it was yeah. like a, <laughs> these two fucking marketing geniuses fucking getting rich off us. But, exactly. um, you know, album to album is not even the fucking, like, there's no comparison, bro. Graduation was a fucking phenomenal album. That's when he took his tangent and became more like, took chances, like, more like, like, EDM type beats and house beats and just shit that yeah. you wouldn't really hear on a fucking like hip hop track mm-hmm. Uh where 50 Cent was like another a third album from 50 talking
2: about like killing people and selling drugs like bro like yep. you're saying the same shit like yeah
1: which I'm sure to his core audience was phenomenal but like forgetting if you like to see an evolution of an artist like there's no evolution in the music 50 Cent putting out maybe as a person but the music's yeah. the same shit
0: like bro like was it it like was it 50 Cent's single with Akon like I'll Still Kill or some shit was like
1: banger though
0: like, yeah it was, was a cool. banger there that's was why i was, it was so hard for me to decide because i'm like yo this shit is super hard i don't i don't know if i could go with kanye but i didn't want to scare away my fucking dorm roommate with i'll still kill playing like while he's sleeping no was
1: was baby by me on that one
0: too or no who
1: remember had that song with neo baby by me have a baby by me baby, baby. oh
0: shit i love that song i don't know if that was the same album like I don't
1: check. think it was. I don't think it was. Because, yeah, I don't think it was. You might be right. Uh-huh. I think that was heard this album. That was like the only hit on that fucking album, too. But, um, yeah, no, 50, whatever. But I, I just remember where I was when that album. I was also a freshman in college, bro. And I was like, bro, it's going to be crazy. Like, 50's going to so waste a fucking 1.5 million the first week. And <laughs> it's like, nah, bro. I kind of didn't dust them, but just album to album there's no comparison bro like graduation mm-hmm. fucking like maybe
0: Man. top five albums of that fucking decade if we fucking even start like analyzing it even more and more yeah depth. i wouldn't disagree with that at all
1: yeah i haven't really listened to finicia in a while although i just watched power you watch power
0: i've seen a couple episodes it seemed interesting but it was like s- seven episodes in so i didn't know what the fuck was going on
1: oh i just watched the mid-season finale today bro it's oof, it's
0: good that shit got it me seems going. good nice yeah um all right bro so what else about the uh, the whole like jesus is king movement did you want to talk about real quick before we uh jump on to maybe some other things uh nothing really um just help people try not to play into this whole like uh uh, kanye said this about trump or did this so therefore like we're just going to negate anything that uh revolves around God just because somebody may have been a certain way before um, I think the album's pretty good not as best by any means but I think people need to uh, lighten up a little bit sure. on, uh, on the music
1: so if you had to think though if you just had a like bold prediction by Superfly on November 3rd 2019 if you had to think where this is going to be the year from now do you think Kanye is still making gospel music a year from now or is he back to doing like not old Kanye, but just like he'll do old gospel stuff and also still make a song about
0: a bleach asshole ruining his shirt. Like, where do you <laughs> think he's going to lie in? Uh, damn, that's that's a really difficult thing to think about. Um, but if I had to put money on it, I would probably up, he say. He is
1: saying in all his interviews that he's not doing any more of his old shit. Like, even if you go to his concerts, like, all his old songs will be remixed into, like, like the, like the whole, like, At Sunday Service, the whole Jesus uh, Walks. How they made uh-huh. it, that's the Christian song now.
2: So, yeah. He's,
1: he's going to do that to all his old shit if you go to one of his concerts. So, uh-huh. he's saying he's not doing it anymore. Like, what do you believe?
0: I think he'll get back into his old shit, but not next year. Okay. Not necessarily. Maybe a feature on, like, a Pusha T album not necessarily cursing but i don't think like if he's releasing a body of work within the next year i don't think it's going to be um non-gospel related
1: you think it will be or you won't be
0: it i think it will be gospel related or or not necessarily like gospel but not uh you know kanye using profanity and making club bangers and shit i think it'll just be like a follow-up to this maybe something more experimental like it could be a like an 808 in uh, heartbreaks sort of thing. That's maybe cleaner. But if if he does produce something, I think it's gonna be on that side of things rather than like hip hop Kanye that we're yeah. used to.
1: I see. I would say in a year, just going off the interviews, man, and like he's still a guy definitely discovering exactly what it is to be like a Christian, right? Like he's still like trying to understand it himself, like just only taking it at face value. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to notice, man, because like once you dive into something for the first time and truly accept it, I kind of feel like you feel the pressure from yourself to completely embrace exactly what it means to be whatever that topic is, right? right. Like if I'm going to be a swimmer, I'm just going to swim... Nonstop, and I'm not going to do anything else in my life. It's like, bro, you you have a life. There's other things to do besides jumping in a pool. Right. As someone who is Christian and diverse myself as well, like, you're going to see just because you are a Christian, the other things in your life you are doing are not wrong. And I feel like as right now, he's kind of like poo-pooing anything before that happened.
2: You know, after, because he said, uh, in his interview, that it was after Coachella that he properly embraced what he was doing, right? Mm -hmm.
1: But dude, that doesn't fucking take away or say whatever you were doing the 40 years before fucking wrong. And he's still in that stage where he's kind of saying that that was all the old him, right? Mm -hmm. So I personally think in the year when he's embracing this more, but still seeing the other things or learning to see that the other things weren't wrong, I think he will drop like an overall album that incorporates both,
2: mm-hmm. and he
1: and he may curse. I'm, you know, I'm gonna say he is gonna curse, bro. Like I like, And again, he never cursed about anyway. He yeah, never, just not being afraid to say fucker. Show an album. Yeah, because like again, I think you can not have a song about God and it's still talk about a joke about, you know, if she bleaches her asshole. You know, I'm gonna get in trouble. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't you, you can say that, bro. Like, God knows yeah. we're not, like, if there is a God, I, hope, I believe there's, I have faith there's a God, but like, whoever we're being judged by, like, dude, they were human beings. Like, there's a variety of ways of looking at everything. So, I I, I still very much think like he's in that, like, stage of like, all right, I can only do this now because I'm a Christian. It's like, yeah, bro, you can do a lot of things. Just, you know, believe in God, give to the church, Be a good human being bro that's you know that's that's pretty much the three things you need to worry about so i was gonna drop an album that has curses and it's still a gospel album and it's still a hip-hop album featuring drake probably not
0: (laughs) i highly doubt it i can't imagine drake ever doing some gospel shit but i think i guess for me i feel like he'll just be so i feel like he's so it seems like he's busy with um just starting up this whole Sunday service thing. I feel like that's gonna suck up so much time. I just can't imagine him releasing anything like worthy within the next year. Um, yeah, I mean, well, who knows?
1: Yeah, we, we don't know. But yeah, I just wanted to have, like, have this bold prediction on, the episode, on this episode. So like when we are blowing up, like yo, we told you a year ago that this is gonna happen. All right. So either you're gonna be right or I'm gonna be right. But either way, the podcast wins we both right <laughs> um dude but what's did you watch any of the interviews that he did um during this whole like drop Nah,
0: no, uh but i did see a few clips here and there uh it seemed pretty interesting but of so, course everyone's oh, like oh he's just fucking crazy
1: so after i listened to the album i, I heard the entire zane Lowe interview like an hour and a half it's on apple music it's fucking great um so actually three things from that that i went it's perfect but i love how we segue into other shit So, one was... Yo, him and Drake live four fucking houses from each other in LA. Did you know that?
0: No. Calabasas?
1: Uh... I don't know where they live. In LA, apparently, like, yo, like... It's walking distance for Kanye to go to Drake's house if he wanted to. Okay? Uh So, which is why we fucking rewind to, like... I think last summer, when Drake dropped his album and Kanye was getting pissed
0: because people were saying that the whole Kiki do you love me oh yeah what's so about great Kim
1: talking about like fucking Kim yeah and like some of those lyrics were like y'all I was in my car driving bro cause that probably was like <laughs> 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 like in Kanye's mind it's like this motherfucker can just come to my house whenever he wants and just fucking so that was hysterical for me but on that topic like yeah I feel like Kanye bro he's like obsessed with Drake bro like no bullshit like Obsessed in like a variety of things like because it was an hour and a half interview And this guy brought up Drake on his own like five or eight times It's like bro, like you're not even asked about this. It's like why do you feel the need to? Bring him up.
0: Do you think he's I mean, of course I'm sure there's stuff behind the scenes we'll never know about but do you think it's because people are or he's still being criticized about the whole push a T thing? and he's just like is trying to defend himself or i mean maybe criticized for that dude i honestly think he
1: just kanye's also no matter how much we both love we're both massive kanye fans uh i think kanye is also like an egomaniac and wants to be the guy yeah and honestly for the past six years drake has been the guy mm-hmm. so i think the fact that he's not the guy anymore and then the guy that is the guy doesn't like him anymore after that shit that happened. He's just either trying to like break him down and also like he kind of kept hinting that he wants like be friends with him and that he would go, he literally said he would walk to Drake's house with no security and just leave like a card with Drake's like front door person and just say, he's like Yo, tell him to give me a call and just leave. It's like bro, like what are you doing man? Like, like I guess like yes, like die shall love thy neighbor but uh-huh. like it literally, fuck with you anymore, like bro, like let it go. Right. That was, that was that stood out to me a lot, bro. Like a lot of people, sorry, like out of all the things he was trying to promote, like so he talks about the next easy season, the uh the campus he's building in Jackson, in, in in Wyoming, where he fucking owns literally thousands of acres. The album, his wife, his family, bro.
2: He brought up Drake without being provoked like eight times. I'm like. No,
1: I didn't fucking listen to this interview because right. you're obsessed with this fucking dude. Like, why are we talking about Drake
0: right now? This has yeah, that That's weird. Shit. So that was odd to me.
1: And then I heard this show on other people's podcasts. It's only, I thought it only right for us because, like, again, we've had multiple episodes uh, talking about, like, hip-hop culture and stuff. You know, how do you feel that on this massive interview, right, and Connie usually doesn't do any interviews, right, that the first person that got dibs on this was Zayn Lowe. Like there was like some like negative criticism that Kanye should have gone to like a podcast or like an interview service. Like maybe like, he should have only gone to like Charlemagne, right? You know what I mean? Like it has to be someone inside the community to properly accept. Like how do you you feel about
0: that? Honestly, I don't really care. Um, I didn't even really, I hadn't really known about uh, Zane Lowe until that uh, interview. Because oh, really? everyone was talking about it, I knew like I heard his name and I knew of him. I think at one point I even thought he was the same dude from fucking One Direction. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. Pictures like, up, outside, like, Zane <laughs> Lowe? Of, they actually kind of do a little, somewhat similar, I think. We'll we'll find out when I put the no! pictures up. No. <laughs> well, Zane Lowe looks like he's like six foot nine.
1: Well, Zayn Lowe's like six three and a white balding New Zealand man, and
0: then Zayn from One Direction is like. Pakistani, like, right? and like twenty three years old. Yeah. Oh. Well, now he looks different because he's got like blonde highlights and like tats and shit.
1: One's Indian and one's <laughs> not Indian.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who's right about
1: this one.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really give a shit. I mean, like, like what? I guess what constitutes whether or not someone's like the right person for it. I don't know. Like he already did an interview with Charlamagne. Like he's gonna go back. I want to see him interview with other people. I just don't know if Zayn Lowe's an interesting interviewer or not. So I guess the point. I guess that the people were making. I'll share my comments. In a like I
1: feel like the point that people in the culture um, were saying that. One, you should do that for your people, and then you're only picking certain people to interview you because they won't ask you tough questions.
0: Yep. Yeah. So. I guess that's fair. I mean, Um, if you
1: want to fucking do an interview, I feel like you have the right to pick whoever the fuck you want. Like, you're not a president candidate where it's like you need to stand there and, like, take questions from everyone.
0: Or like, hey, why'd you go to NBC instead of CNN or whatever the networks are? Yeah, I mean, if he's going to sit down and talk to someone for two fucking hours, the least he could do is choose someone he wants to talk to. Um, So I don't really give a shit.
1: Yeah, you're right. He did fucking do an interview with Charlamagne Lagarde when he dropped the last album.
0: Yeah, weren't they in, like, Wyoming some shit?
1: Yeah. Well, this was yeah. also Wyoming, too. Yeah, they, they... Oh, okay. The guy flew out to his house. Yeah, but you're right. He, yeah, so that was weird. Um, but then I, I go to that whole thing where, like, we spoke about before, where, like, people just assume, all right, Kanye's black, so he must do, like, whatever black African-American thing has to do, and it has to just be black first and then deal with yeah. At this point in life, Kanye West is a fucking just a human being, and yeah. if you want to do an interview with a white guy, Chinese guy, Indian guy, black, like what's it fucking matter? Like just yeah, you're still gonna consume the content either way. So why does right. it have to be like on your terms? And what do you want it to be? A fucking like trap house or so, like it just fucking <laughs> looks more
0: like? I would only understand if like if he had a track record of only doing like, that. Yeah, like he had a hundred interviews and like two of them were with black people and the rest were all white or some shit. But then I'll be like, okay, this is a little lopsided and weird, but I, I mean, I'm not in in tune with what all his interviews are, but I just know Charlemagne was the last one. So is it really that big of a deal if he's doing an interview with this dude?
1: I feel like he also did an interview with that guy, not the guy from Outkast, but I think it's the same name. Isn't it like a, a famous DJ in LA called Big Boy? Yeah. Like really skinny.
0: Yeah. Well, now he's skinny. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think he did an interview for this album with him as well. Yeah, he did. So like, what the fuck is anyone beefing him? I really think whoever like those podcasts were are just mad they weren't on. Like he wasn't on their shit. Yeah.
0: yeah like you're you're mad. It's like. And girl, it's yeah, it's selfish. Hundred percent. Doing the same shit. He they're getting angry at him about. It's like yo, why aren't you fucking getting me clicks?
1: Yeah. Why aren't you fucking with me?
0: Like, yeah, matter of fact, fuck you for not getting on audio theory, Kanye. <laughs> Damn, if we got him. Dude, be, that'd be a wild, wrap.
1: Yo, I'll retire, man. But just. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, what else was there going on in the past? I Me, mean, has there been any fucking like uh, really provoking shit that we've been talking about at least the last week?
0: Uh, well, uh oh, the whole wow. uh Speaking of Trump, the whole YG thing.
1: Oh, dude! Yes. Yeah. All right. So you're obviously
0: that lady, so maybe closer home for you to talk about the whole YG thing. Yeah, so he this is crazy. I was actually just casually on his page because he released a song with Tyga called Mama Sita. And I saw Tyga yeah. getting tongued down by some fine chick. And I was like, oh shit, this song's kind of dope. Let me check out the video. Um and I looked at uh YG's comments and everything was MAGA. Like Trump 2020, uh Trump this, Trump that. None of them were saying like fuck you, YG. It was like just Trump promotion. Supporting Trump? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is odd. Are these bots? But then I saw the, the verify check mark next to like several of the people. So I'm like, these are legit people with like a million followers. It has ah. to be, there has to be a news story. So I look and allegedly, or not allegedly, there's proof. Why has he kicked this white kid off the stage? Because he wouldn't say, state his name and say fuck Trump publicly on stage. Um, so he just kicked his ass off the stage. And ever since then, uh, MAGA supporters I'm have been I'm... really upset with, with him for trying so to get this mad guy to the kid to do Are
1: you mad at YZ?
0: I'm not really mad at either of them, but if I had to choose a side, I'd probably choose a side with the kid for a variety of reasons. One, let's just say this kid does actually hate Trump. The fact that you want him to state his name and be recorded on stage saying that is wild because suppose he wants. To run for office or this shit blows up and you know uh, he's not able to get a job because the dude hiring him like recognizes him uh, and that dude has Trump supporters that front it's like you know it's kind of wild you're forcing somebody to denounce the president on stage Yeah. Uh, and then two if the kid does like Trump like so the fuck what uh, I understand that uh, he doesn't like Trump and has a song called fuck Trump But I mean, the kid, I I commend the kid for, I guess, mostly for not backing down uh, to a rapper because a lot of people would just, you know, buckle at the knees and like,
1: Yeah, be so fucking starstruck. Yeah, starstruck,
0: don't want to get beat up, whatever, and be like, Yeah, fuck Trump and just be a mindless sheep. And he was like, No, fuck that. I'm not like, you could be a famous rapper. I'm not listening to you. So that's why I'm like, okay, this is dope that the kid did that. On the other hand, it's like, assuming he paid to, to go to this show, you should kind of know what you're getting into, um
1: right? So uh, for me, it's like I I review them first. But like if you're gonna ask someone to state their name, it's like bro, like what are you trying to fucking set me up? Like what are you doing? Yeah, right? right. If you're the kid, like yo, don't be like if you're gonna be that hype to get on stage. Yeah. At that point, you're at the fucking will of the artist. So, yeah. like what the fuck did you expect was gonna happen, bro? So. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'm, I I see both sides of it. Um, but yeah i'm definitely not mad at the kid though like bro, no. like you don't fucking want to say that like i'm not gonna yeah. fucking say that shit and like all my boys are fucking maggots of are gonna fuck me up or like yeah i might not get a yeah. job in six years because they google my name it's like oh christopher white boy hates <laughs> like, <what> the-
0: <laughs> also i mean it kind of reminds you of the whole kendrick situation when he brought the white girl on stage to sing literally the song that probably has the most n-word mentions in it um so i don't side with the girl but it's like yo let's not set motherfuckers up for failure by like trying I, to blackmail bro. them and shit like you could have brought a black dude on and and had him say nigga a hundred times
1: max bro it's like that, going back to kanye's lyrics bro. like it's hard to stay faithful in a room full of hoes like bro if you're like a married <laughs> man don't go to a fucking brothel house like yo that's you're, you're putting yourself you're setting yourself up for failure like what are you doing
2: All Right.
1: Just, at least for the, but even from that point of view like yg might be like bro like If you're not gonna do this shit, why were you so fucking hyped to come on stage? Like, yeah. If you're a fan, you probably know what I do with my I say fuck Donald Trump on every single show. Like, why would I bring you on stage if it wasn't for that? But uh that's funny to me, bro. But speaking going back on the whole Donald Trump thing, then I wonder if the whole backlash that not backlash, but I guess pushback or not embracing Kanye immediately from like people within the culture, is that Donald Trump's son has been so vocal about supporting this album as well. And it's like, almost like that thing where like, you're like, you know, like if your mom says she also loves hip-hop,
2: you're like, well, I don't like this shit anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I wonder if it's like, damn, like Donald Trump
1: Jr. is saying this is the most radical album, great job
0: Connie. You're just like, bro, what? Like, I fucking yeah. hate you. Like, why are you ruining this for me? Kind of thing. Right. Like, it just makes you it taints it and makes you not want to like it because you know this dude likes it. Yeah. There's, like, a meme like that. I forget what it is. But it's along the lines of that, like, someone you don't fuck with is playing a song that you liked before and now you're like, I don't even want to listen to I that like shit. I don't like this shit anymore, right? It's like, <laughs> though, for me, with sneakers, left, like, so obviously with the whole hype culture, like, when a sneaker sells out, you're like, damn, I want that shit so bad. Well, that's just like regularly available for everyone.
1: I'm like, that shit is whack. I don't want this All shit. Right. <laughs> like this. is like, yo, I know this guy likes him. I'm like, damn, I'm like, fuck. I don't want to fuck with this shit no more. But mm-hmm. that's also wild how fucking, like, Donald Trump's family are getting involved with this shit it has nothing to do with them. I get he supports them. Yeah. Well, it's like, bro, he, it's like, bro, what are you doing, bro?
0: Like, it's they're just. They're, they're extra. They're on his nuts.
1: They love for getting sure. messy, though, bro. They, they love yeah. getting messy. Like, they embrace that fucking messiness like a fucking.
2: Mm-hmm. Um All right, man, man. That's pretty much all I got. Oh, we gotta do heat of the week before we step out. Oh
0: uh, so, yes, almost heat forgot. My heat of the week. Uh, so right of the week um, I don't know. Are you familiar with the rapper from from Compton named Buddy? Hell rapper. yeah, dude, I actually yeah. met
1: Buddy.
0: <laughs> oh, you sure <say laughs> you did?
1: Not like like yo, was good. But he yeah. was at a party that one of my boys DJ's. Bro, this shit's super intimate, like, dude. Like, it probably only fits like a hundred people. And he was, he performed. So it was
0: fucking super intimate, dope. Oh, super talented, for sure. Nice. I actually first heard about him um, from Nipsey's last album, Status Symbol 3, Okay. I believe was the song. Um, I thought the chorus was super dope, so I looked him up, heard his the rest of his catalog, became an instant fan, and he released, recently released a track called Hollywood. Uh, okay. I played it on my Instagram. Um, super fire, like, like bounce bouncy uh west coast track um the chorus is phenomenal the verses are phenomenal just a really feel good um song so that's my heat of the week for sure and i can't wait to see him uh blow up because i'm like this is he has that like super artistic like Kendrick mixed with ty dollar sign vibe that you can't really get from most like every artist um so i i hope he blows up soon
1: yeah, you would just think on paper, like, if you're trying to build, like, the next mainstream person, he ticks a
0: lot of boxes, right? Like, seems to be genuine, yeah. not putting on a show, has not
1: addressed mm-hmm. the and it kind of, like, goes with what's happening in culture now. Like Yeah, I agree with that. And just, like, also super fucking talented, which is the most important thing, which should be the most
0: important Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, like, one of those people from the, I guess what people say nowadays, from the mud who's not, like going the typical route rap rapping about like how he almost got shot and shit like he has right. uh, his own lane and story that makes it completely unique
1: i agree with percent. so buddy Hollywood is the song yeah Hollywood right uh, i'm listening to shit like literally what we got this episode uh yo for me it was a song that i heard for the first time properly when we were in austin um fucking ah uh, this uh it's um Wale preaching Megan The Stallion called Pole Dancer. Mm-hmm. So that's my Heat of the Week.
0: Bro. Yes. This song is I fire. I that song.
1: <laughs> so we were at like, that bar in Austin, I was like, bro, like, I feel like I've heard this. Because I heard the Wale album. It was a good album. But like, yeah. not the Heat of the Week. But it's literally the last song on the album. So it just must have got like, mixed in my shuffle. Yeah. And at the club with you, I was like, yo, this song is fucking. But is it an old song? Is it a
2: new song? Uh-huh. Bro, that
1: song is fire, bro.
2: Fire. Yeah. Oh. So, Whole Dancer, Wale, Megan Thee Stallion, definitely yeah. go that if you haven't yet, because that song is like a club banker on mm-hmm. like every level. like it's like a track beat, like a Houston. Like I was like, bro, this
1: is yep. fucking great.
0: It's one of the best beats I probably heard this year. Right, yeah, it's a really good song. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like Wale is like probably the most like polarizing rap artist there is, bro. Cause like he, I feel like he doesn't care about being famous, and because he doesn't care, he's like super famous. Like he's like. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's wild. He was uh, so he was the only or the first rapper that uh I saw that came to my college way back in like 2008 maybe, and he had some like
1: there, it's like 07. What's up? Like no one really was, was listening to his music. It's like 07, 08.
0: No, he had like one hit, and his hit wasn't even his own song. It was like a remix. Oh really? And um, yeah, and it was funny because people get kept getting pissed off because he would say Dartmouth university instead of dartmouth college and everyone's like yelling trying to correct him but he thinks we're like yelling for him <laughs> it was funny but i mean it was a dope performance i never knew or expected him to get this like mainstream though which is pretty crazy to see
1: so crazy bro yeah because the first hit i remember by wale was what, what was it called nike boots
0: i think that might have been the song that uh or one of them that was his hits at the time
1: yeah, and then the fact that he came from that... I always thought and Then he got signed to Maybach Music, and I always thought he was the most talented of all those guys. Like, even Rick Ross. I think he's just better lyrically than Rick Ross. Which yeah. is like, a lot, because Rick Ross is a fucking monster.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah, but I always thought while well, like, he puts out good music, like, I always check out his album. Like, there's no way I don't. I thought his last album, on, which is the has the song, where the thing is called, Wow, That's Crazy, it's a very good album though, man. He's talking about like uh, depression, anxiety, like you love a girl, but you're not sure if you want to be with her. Like, it's actually a very good album. So definitely check it out. I don't think it's He of the Week worthy again, but still a very good album to check out.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's it's cool because the uh, the art uh, of it is like, you know that Bozzy, uh
2: picture that got like shredded? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's that. So it's him though. It's, it's Wale. And it's coming down, being shredded on
1: like the frame. So it's it's dope. Nice. Um, what else? But before we got here, what else you got going on? I think you got a, a wedding coming up. Is that what
0: you're? Uh, now uh, a bachelor party in Colombia. Nice. So first time I've been on that side of the world in like since I was sixteen, I think. Dope. Um, never been to Colombia before though. Uh, hey, you guys Should are
1: be. Well, cities, or you just gonna stay in one spot. Uh, we're doing
0: uh, Medellin and what is it, Carta Cartagena? Okay, yeah. Cartagena. Um, so it should be dope looking forward to to some good food food and music, I'll try oh. to capture some of the music scene and put that footage next episode or something
1: alright well I'm officially not going to be in Colombia so now you know you won't bump into me randomly like down
0: All the right. street no I'm going to check my Instagram every day and just, and just to make, make sure, sure I'm- I'm <laughs> while you're at that fucking random club in Medellin <laughs> uh,
1: I've got shit going on this week man, November's going to be like a, a slow month which is cool uh, um if i've been going like, a, too fast recently but i'm going to be going to my first ever so speaking about christianity my first ever christian concert like at a proper like arena uh oh, yeah who's,
0: uh, who's doing it is it like a choir? sure uh,
1: dude it's like so all these major churches have their own like worship bands and uh-huh. some of them do become like proper like groups that go on tours so hillsong and elevation have their own like separate worship groups, and they wow. became so popular when they going on tour, and they're actually going to be doing a joint tour, and I'm going to go see them next uh, Sunday. So oh, I'll shit. put it, I'll put some content out for us and just uh, share that experience in our next episode. So yeah, my first time ever doing it. Uh, I'm like I'm gonna be honest,
0: dude. During the worship part at church, oh, I wow. used to just like vibe out. Like I'm not the guy to sing along and raise you their hand. put your hands up and everything.
1: Dude, I'm you not the guy. by the Holy Ghost. Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if like I, if other people in the room just see me just like this and think I'm having a bad time. Like, I enjoy it. It's just, but dude, if you saw me in a club, usually I'm just like this too. Like, that's just who I am. So it's not like, yeah. it'd be funny to be like in a literate arena filled with people like this. And I'm going to see if I'm going to feel that spirit so high. I'm going to be like,
2: well, <laughs> like, you know what?
1: This is, I'm good right here. Let me just do a little two-step. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just doing that next uh next week and uh yeah dude we'll link up and make this shit happen again uh when you get back from uh columbia bro be safe bro i heard that's, I heard some wild ass stories in columbia bro so oh
0: for sure i'm gonna have to to link up with you offline to make sure i'm not trying to get robbed shot none of that
1: so, so we'll, we'll talk about this shit when we get off water right
0: now <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right man peace
1: Later, bro. thank you everybody for tuning in another episode of audio theory tell a friend to tell a friend subscribe please i think we're off to like Six
0: oh shit sure. we got what no we have eight now i think or at least on youtube we got like eight
1: eight subscribed
0: so we'll celebrate once we get to ten
1: facts Yep. all right but then like it's like ten and then like a hundred and then with like another party or oh yeah
0: at a thousand we're yeah we're going ham
1: oh we're rich at a <laughs> thousand yeah <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right bro peace all right later